Hello and welcome to Sumo Mainichi. My name's Dave, I'm here with Amy, and we are here to bring you all the action from day three of the Aki Basho. Yep. I started adding up scores today to four and then realised it was only day three. That's how far I thought it had advanced. Well, there were some performances that warranted a 4-0 on day three. I I see why you did it. He's 4-0, he's 2-2, he's 3-1. You're like, hang on a minute. (laughs) Now... Some news came through today. Tokushoryu called his retirement. So what that represents is Sumo Mainichi's worst ever T-shirt competition. Mm. We're calling it. Yesterday we said if you could guess the day he would be in time, we would hand out a T-shirt and then before we knew it. Before we could get the competition up, he in tied. So Tokushoryu called it a day on what has been a, well, a big career. I think we said 1,123 bouts and one cue joke yeah. <laughs> yesterday. Uh, but the big man hung up the big Mawashi. 37 years old, of course, uh, Nara native. So I always felt a strong affection towards uh, that rikishi because that's the place where I first lived in Japan. Beautiful little uh, place, Nara, if you get the chance. In fact, I would say if you're planning a trip to Japan, I always tell people don't go to Kyoto. Mm. Just go to Nara. Go straight to Nara. Go straight to Nara. Kyoto's a nightmare. <laughs> and if you've been on one of those buses mid-afternoon trying to get oh, back yeah. from the temples, oh, God. It is really hard. I was surprised uh, when we went there at how, how difficult it was yeah. to get around well, no, you're, 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 somewhere in Japan. Hey, Japan. Yeah. I'm in Japan. Yeah. Why am I on a I bus? I did not want to be on this bus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so Tokushoryu, I mean, we can talk about his debut in January 2009. We can talk about Tokushoryu's Makuchi debut in July 2013. We can talk about that Junyu show that he managed to get in January 2015. But all I really want to talk about mm. is that the moment that Tokushoryu leaves the sumo world with that unlikely you show from Maegashira 17 in uh, January 2020, the last basho before the pandemic kicked off, the last basho before everything changed. Mm. This rikishi came in to that basho with zero expectations on him. And that was something that Tokushoryu acknowledged in his Yusho interview. No one was expecting anything of him. And all he wanted to do was to go out there. And interestingly, he said, as long as I got my touchy eye right, I would, I'd be happy. Now, famously, he won most of his um, 14 bouts by not having a good touchy eye, yeah. getting on the back <laughs> yeah. foot and weaving some magic there. Um, but I, but I, just over the last, you know, 12, 18 hours, just to go through and relive that you show win again. It's brilliant. Well, how did you feel watching it again? Oh, I loved it. I loved it at the time because, as you said, it was back before the pandemic and I I also think that it kicked off that spate of um, interesting January uh, Ah, show winners. I think you're right. I think he was the first um, and of people winning from, you know, Maegashira 17 as well. And and first time, I should say first time Yusho winners from um, that point. Or maybe it was the year before. Maybe Maybe it was Tamawashi. But he was one of them. And the thing that we remember him for, now very much so is the face 
And we talk so much about, you know, when you can see that emotion written on someone's face doesn't happen all that much. But for him, it was so plain. It was so beautiful. And we actually saw that face repeated in his, um, we've seen it in his retirement. He is feeling that emotion yet again because he's, you know, he's had to call it quits and it's, it's never easy. And he, he's a man who feels his emotion. He certainly does. I mean, and just going back, he had to beat Tucker Kesho on day 15. The bout was amazing. Yes, he took it to Tucker Kesho, didn't he? he? He moved him all around. He was slapping him around. He had the belt. We got on the belt. I mean, Tucker Kesho can be very hard to move. Mm. Uh, but there was just something about Takashori Sumo that day, those 15 days. It came together so beautiful, beautifully for him there. And... The thing that I love about after he throws Tucker Keisho down, there's a shot of him like going, yes. Yeah. Like, you know, that's what you see Huge on his face. Yep. The next shot is after he turns around yeah. and he's, the, the emotion yep. has just hit him. He's wife. The wave. The yeah. wave. <laughs> and his we, face crumples. Crumpled. It's, and I think that was the, the thing that, that I kept coming back to, just that full gamut of human emotion. I mean, that's what sumo is and that's what makes Sumo so special. We saw it written in Togashori's face in a matter of about half a second. He certainly did not have to go frame by frame for no. this one because he also <laughs> held it for about 30 oh. seconds or something. He just moved through the feelings and they were right up there. Yeah. I wasn't pausing and looking for tear watch or anything. It was all just out there. So I, I, I imagine that we wouldn't be alone today reliving uh, that final bout of January 2020, reflecting on what Tokashoryu brought us with that unlikely you show. I remember the, the amazing footage of his parents and his supporters watching from Nara mm. that day. They couldn't believe what they saw. Mm. We certainly couldn't either. Tokashoryu, we salute you. Uh, he's going to be around sumo. Yep. Uh, he will continue on as Sendagawa Oyakata. What's your initial reaction to that? I like that and I like that he's going to be a coach. I would love to be coached by him (laughs) in, you know, any sport, any uh, hobby that I had. He can can coach me. I think he'd be an absolute delight. (sighs) There was a lot of emotion in his win as well, wasn't there, when he... Yeah, well, looking at... I mean, it's worth going back. I mean, on its own, this U show was so special. But um, as... Tokushori you spoke about in his Yusho interview, his mentor from his uh, university sumo days mm. died during that basho mm. at the age of 55. Mm. So very unexpected, very, very young. Um, Tokushori said it was like he was fighting beside him. Wow. Damn, that's when sumo is so good. Wow. What a story. It's so good. And it was just that adds to that narrative that Tokashori was never going to lose that last yeah. bout. Yeah. In, in having a look back um, in the press that came out after that, I, I want to run a quote from uh, Kisnesato, now Araiso. Now Nishinoseki. Oh, now Nishinoseki, yeah, I should in, say. Briefly, Araiso. This is uh, his quote. People are telling him, Tokashori, to lose weight, but the weight that had been a shortcoming is now an asset. Well, you saw that in his bout against Takakesho. Takakesho tried to push him down, as we've seen very recently Takakesho have <laughs> success with. Yep. Uh, he tried to push him down twice and he stayed up. That weight was an asset in the end. Who are these people telling Takashori to lose weight? Oh, I could tell you there's a lot of people out there telling people to lose weight. 
Just the masses. Not it's the masses. Not Tokashori, though. No. Well, they were wrong. They were wrong there, and they're wrong in general. They are. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, let's kick off the Makuchi action for today. Let's have a look at this Myogiryu Atami Fuji bout. This was a very, very entertaining bout. Uh, it was in the balance at the start, and we're, we're talking a lot these days about Atami Fuji's uh, situational awareness, his SSA sumo situational awareness. We saw it. Uh, again today. This one came down to an arm lockup. Uh, Myogs had forced himself in close. All Atami Fuji had was the double-handed uh, arm lock. He used this to move Myogiryu to the bales, but then Myogiryu flipped it. And it's these moments where Atami Fuji now shines. Yep. He knows what to do or he knows what he can try. And he's much more confident in that. It looks like to me anyway. And yeah, he was able to uh, throw Miyogiryu down for the win. He just keeps himself together now. And I think this is the sign that we've been looking for from Atami Fuji. Yeah, and such a good win here in that he identified that Miyogiryu was holding on with that mm. arm to his belt and that was the way to the win, yeah. that he could actually use that. If Miyogiryu had have actually let go there, he might not have lost, but Atami Fuji was able to say, yep, that's the uh, setup I need to pull off this uh, arm lock throw win. 3-0, Atami yes. Fuji. What do you think Please. about that? I think very well about it. Good. <laughs> I enjoyed the bout between Kotoshoho and Sadanoumi. It uh, was one of the examples that we've seen quite a few of recently, uh, one notable one down in Jurio recently where uh, where uh, Tohakuryu whiffed a massive slap, yeah. <laughs> but where one person starts to slap and the other person is just like, hang on, I am also slapping. So as soon as one person slaps, everybody does. And that's what this bout uh, was uh, full of. They were both trying to slap each other. I love when Sadunumi gets in on the slaps as well, because I think of him as a mild-mannered ricochet. Yeah, but I mean, once you've been slapped in the face, yeah. doesn't matter who you are, yep. you have to slap the person back. Yep. And he did. They both flew out at the same time here. It was called as a win for Sadanumi. It looked like Kotoshoho had gone past the vertical plane first. This was weird. I was surprised this was even called a monoe. Mm. This looked like the, the call was exactly right. Sadanumi had won this. Yeah. And we uh, we were looking out for what could have happened. Was there a, you know, you go hair pull, you go feet. There was nothing other than what had actually happened. But it was such a long monoe. So obviously they were looking for something as well. But the decision was upheld. A win for Sadanumi. And really cool about this one. And it means that Sadanumi is 3-0. It's the first time he's gone three wins on the first three days since November 2021. It's not that long ago. but a couple of years. It's a while. It's a couple of years. Yeah, so a good start for Sadanumi. Mitakumi was up against Hokuseho and Mitakumi absolutely did Hokuseho in today. Mitakumi went out of the touchy eye under the arms of Hokuseho and just worked away there. Mm. He, was, he had the, you know, the thumb out, the yeah. fingers out and just went up and hoiked him. And just kept Hokuseho moving and that movement was all pointed in the backwards direction. Yes. <laughs> and he was taken out very easily in the end. I thought this was very impressive sumo from Mitakumi. Yeah, People have uh, tried this against Hokuseiho. It doesn't always work True. because he can get around them. But when it does, it's very successful. Mitakumi, his timing maybe is back. He's, he's confident. <laughs> he's on. feeling himself. Be honest with us. 
Is there a swirling? Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm already, I'm, I'm way in there. Out. I can't see anything else but the swirling. <laughs> and today I called a Mitagiumi <laughs> Yusho loudly with well, my voice. you did. You said it out loud and I, and I uh, thank you for your honesty and bravery mm, in doing you. that. Uh, Timestamp 12 minutes 30 yeah. podcast time. <laughs> We'll forget to come back there. Yeah. Like I, I, we're saying timestamp like we've got a producer who's writing this stuff oh, no. down. <laughs> no one's writing this. It's not Yuki, helping. are you writing this down? <laughs> not helping at all. <laughs> I heard him meowing. Uh, so, Mitakumi 3-0, Hokuta, Hokuta, Hokuseho. Hokuseho. One, two. Hokuta <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and Ryuden. Now, I picked this one out because it showed me the value of experience here. Oho, uh, not as experienced. Ryuden, he's been in sumo for a long time. And when they locked up here, they looked equal. They looked body to body. They looked both very strong here. But what Ryuden did was really cool from the lock up here. Yeah. I mean, when they locked up on the belt, I thought, oho, oh no. Yeah. Because really, I mean, this is where Ryuden likes to be. Oh no. He did... <laughs> All the, uh, like, Ryudin had to work for this, though. Yes. So what he did was he slapped Oho on the back. Oh, this moment. Which is oh. the distraction technique. It just was, came from his experience, I think. He's seen, it's something that Hakuho does a, a bit, would slap. Uh, yeah, he would, wouldn't he? But, he, but I think the Hakuho Miyagino Bayer style is to make a sound and then Yes, go so that's in. the slap when you go on the touchy eye. That's yeah, the, that, that slap or mm. a slap before a move. The NHK gave us such great footage of this. Yeah. After, like, they're locked up. Ryudin has his hands or his right hand on Oho's shoulder and you can see the thought process ticking over. Mm. And then the slap moves that right hand down onto the belt. Yeah. This was champagne sumo. Just straight Ryudin. distraction. So the hit is to distract and then stops Oho thinking oh. about moving his hips away. Means that Ryudin can land that hand on the belt straight away and then initiate right away and, and push Oho out. I just thought this showed Ryudin's experience well, and using a, a technique that we don't see that often. Surely this would be one that the Takadagawa Heia would be putting in their Christmas package, <laughs> right? I imagine at their Christmas end of year party they, you know, put together a little video package of the funniest bouts. I mean, this was just such good sumo for Well, Ryudin. he also um, held his held Oho's uh, chest area in a oh, well, kind let's, of let's not talk breast pincer grip for no, a while like as that. well. Didn't like but it. we'll cut that out. We'll just go with the slap to the body. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have liked it to ring through the stadium a little bit more. I like when the slaps really are very loud Well, remember, this wasn't, this wasn't an... an uh, audio distraction. This was a touch mm. distraction. It wasn't about it making a sound. Both. Could have been both. Yeah, but it wasn't because no. he couldn't hear it. It wasn't because he couldn't hear it. Ryudin, uh, he's score. one and two. Yep. Oho hasn't managed to win yet, 0-3. Uh, oh, oh, I was going to say Onosho and I should, I should say yeah. Onosho because he was up against uh, Takiyasu today. Uh, Takiyasu, I thought he had... Onosho in a very awkward position yeah. here had bent uh, Onosho, so he was kind of off, off shape, kilter. off balance, off kilter. And I thought, you know, Takiyasu experienced belt style ricochet. Onosho famously bad on his uh, feet. I'd racked this up to Takiyasu in my Me mind. Me too. I'd started to look away. I was in the process. Ah, uh, Onosho though. 
showed some great footwork here. He recovered. And then as Takeyasu counterattacked, Onosho slapped that attack down. Just perfect timing. If this didn't work, it would have spelt the end for Onosho, but it worked and it was able to flick Takeyasu aside and uh, he went out Okuri Dashi and Onosho win. Yep. And a good Onosho win, uh, really recovering from that situation you said that he was in. And Takeyasu, we we see this when he just can't finish off a yes. win. He gets in such a good position yes. but then can't muster the, um, I don't know, the power or the position or uh, the timing to get his opponent out. And this was a clear example of that. Okuridashi, never the now, best way to lose. Can I offer a counter argument? Mm-hmm. Takiyasu was coming into this bout two and zero. Oh, the a win here, mm. yeah, would have put him on the radar, oh. and he hates that. Oh. So this could be the loss that he needed just to take himself off. No one's talking about Takiyasu. Win the Yusho fourteen the one. Mm. Mm. Could be. Well, you said that. <laughs> well, Some sorry, may I say fourteen one. <laughs> I meant to say that with no audio. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, not sure, though. He's three and zero. So he he joins that leaderboard. There are a few on it, but um, but he's up there with them, which is quite nice for him. Shauna Noomi and Ura. Ura just always does something worth talking about. I don't know if today was quite worth talking about, but he went for it. He jumped to the left. He reached reached right forward uh, with his left arm around to the side of Shona Naomi. It looked that he was going for the right leg, yep. but he missed it, totally missed it. Shona Naomi moving his bulk away and then just pushing Ura out. Yeah, I, I think you could uh, describe this bout from the perspective that Ura failed, but I think Shona Naomi showed great mm. composure here when that attack came in. Just looked unbothered mm. by a ricochet he probably hasn't fought uh, that many times. He's a classy rikishi, Shonanumi. Yeah, I think it was good and careful and considered movement from him for that Oshidashi one win. He's two and one, Ura one and two. All right, let's move on to Sanyaku. The first bout of Sanyaku was Nishikigi up against Asuniyama. Asuniyama coming in at Maegashira two, of course, Nishikigi, uh, new Komasubi. And look, i got to say I was worried for Nishikigi. Yeah, after losing yesterday too. Well, he lost yesterday and just didn't look like there was a lot of belief yeah. in I mean, his I'm, own sumo. I'm ready for him to have one great basho move yep. up to Komasubi, you know, giant yep. killer, all of that. He's done so well. And then, you know, maybe it's just a bit of a flash in the pan. Well, the pan, it flashed. Did it? Or did it not it, flash? I'm it not sure. It reflashed. I don't know how to extend that. <laughs> what, what's a flash doing in a pan? Not sure. We'll tackle that in our Patreon episode. Uh, Nishikigi took the Asuniyama charge really well here. And what about his work after they met? Nishikigi kept his hips back and just denied Asuniyama any purchase on the belt. Three times he denied him the belt. Off the tachiai, then he wriggled again. He missed he wriggled again and Asaniyama missed again. Just great awareness of where his body was and what Asaniyama was looking for. So really Nishikigi here forced a stalemate and I'm thinking, okay, you've done well yeah. to keep this bout going more than five seconds. This is your win. Yeah, this is the positive we can take away yep. from this bout. No worries. But, oh no, because Asaniyama here tried the makakai, he tried to grip flip. Now you saw on the replay that Nishikigi might have 
done the same thing. I think thing. they both went for the makakai at the same time because originally I thought it was Asaniyama's only, but I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, it's interesting to, to see from that reverse angle. But while they both were trying to rearrange their grips, Nishikiki's right hand stayed on the Asaniyama belt and he used that right-hand belt grip to flick Asaniyama down to the dirt. I couldn't believe my eyes. It was like he took all of the uh, thought behind the makakai from Asaniyama and just was like, oh, while you're busy with that, I'll just yeah. throw you down to what well, I mean, it's so interesting. We saw Hoshori fail with it yesterday. Is makakai out of fashion at the moment? <laughs> Yeah, maybe no one should try to do that Don't anymore. Flip your grip, kids. <laughs> Leave your grip. Leave Where your grip alone. <laughs> Learn from Nishikigi, oh, the king. The king. Uh, both Asuniyama and Nishikigi are two and one. Shorai up against Wakamoto Haru. Bit of a battle of the hearts for me. But the good news was that someone had to get their first win here because they were both zero and two. I thought Jordi did all right again here. Oh, that's so generous. I know, to get up against the body of Wakamoto Haru. But he couldn't do anything with it. Wakamoto Haru eventually landed the right hand on the belt and he found the position to drive Jordi backwards and pick up his first win. It didn't look super easy for Wakamoto Haru, but um, he... Yeah, he found the win. I asked you a question after this bout and you didn't give me an answer. You just sat in silence and I said... Who is short I going to beat this basher? <laughs> I think I, I might have just blanked out as you asked me that question. I don't even remember it. I, I think yeah. I chose not to think about that. Yeah, you that. pretended to take a phone call, which was really weird because your phone didn't <laughs> ring. Uh, <laughs> well, let's focus on the positive. Wakamoto Haru gets his first win. And that is a positive. I'm a positive. very happy about that. One Sh- and two for him. Short I zero and Ugh. three. Sekiwake Daesho was up against Maegashira to Abi, and Abi again today on day three did Abi things, pushed hard out of the touchy eye, and he just swamped Daesho here. Yep. He, Abi can look so good. Yep. yep. When those thrusts are landing, I actually called a henker here. Yes, he said he was going to And was proven so, so wrong. <laughs> uh, it was brilliant sumo from Abi, and yeah can be so dangerous. It can be dangerous against someone who just comes forward like Daisho as well. He's not stepping out of the way of Abi's charge and unless he can get underneath or unless he can deflect it, he's just trying to do his own style of sumo, which is to power forward as well. He's just coming straight into the onslaught. Uh, Abi can completely cancel his opponent's ability to, to deliver an attack. I don't think Daesho even got a thrust well, off. Well, <laughs> surely Daesho has to be a bit more clever about the touchy eye or what he does from there against someone like Abi. Well, yeah, I completely agree. I mean, Daesho does his style. It's got him to Sekiwake, but it's days like this you go, I wish there was a little bit more that he could uh, draw from. Yes. I mean, their their record head-to-head is 10-9. Wow, okay. Daesho's way. So yep. that just shows that Abi disrupts him. And it's really back and forth in the last few years between them. Yeah, Daesho. as you'd expect, you know, between those two. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I think he needs to go back to the drawing board on that one, Daesho, especially at Sekiwake. He does not want to be being beaten by someone like Abi. <laughs> No offence. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get a lot of angry no emails offense, from Abby fans. <laughs> just meant the style of sumo. Konowaka, I'll move on, uh, versus Tamawashi. Now, this was a bit of a, I spoke of a, um, a whiffed slap Ooh. before from uh, Tohakuryu and Jurio yesterday. 
Um, this was another miss today by Tamawashi. He's a thruster and he thrusts up at the top of the chest and the neck and the head, um, usually when he when he brings that out. And he really missed one today, which put him totally off balance for Kodnawaka to be able to just push him out from the side. Yeah, I mean, no clearer uh, example or demonstration of what a missed attack can mean. And yeah, Kodnawaka just completely opened Tamawashi up after that. What are their scores? What are their scores? I don't know. I didn't I didn't write down. Kodnawaka 2-1. Tamawashi hasn't found a win yet at Magashira 3. He's 0-3. He's fought Kodnawaka, Tobizaru and Nishikigi and lost to them all. Interesting. Very interesting. Uh, we had Maegashira 1, Meisei up against Ozeki Takakesho. I thought Meisei's Tachai was good. Yep. He forced Takakesho back. But you can't, that's not enough with Takakesho, is it? No. <laughs> it kind of looked like the what Takakesho often does with the, or used to do with the three strong hits. So Meisei came out, yeah. hit him once, hit him again, and it looked like he was going to finish Takakesho off Takakesho style. But mm. you're right, you can't let the uh, the small round man uh, well, off the hook like that. You can't. And sometimes Takakesho is, is deceptively fast. And today we saw him slip to his left and deliver that you know, that now signature blow to the to the side of Takakesho uh, and then he stepped in and smashed Meisei down. I mean, he went to the right yesterday. He's very, very hard to read, Takakesho, but on the back foot has these tools yep. that he can he can use. Yep, he was able to absolutely push Meisei down, send him crashing down, and that means that he's two and one. Takakesho with that win. The Kataban Ozeki, we have to keep mentioning it. No, we don't. He's Ozeki until he's not. <laughs> and may say he is one and two. Kirishima came up next against Hokuto Fuji, both on two and zero. This was my highlight bout of the day, the one I was very much looking forward to, I'm sure, with a range of other people. And it didn't disappoint. It was an excellent about strong out from the touchy eye. They went chest to chest. And then <laughs> Kirishima landed a really strong thrust on the side of Hokuto Fuji's shoulder, sent him stumbling. And from here, it's about turning around, facing the person who's stumbling towards the uh, Tawara and coming at them and pushing them out. So I'm sure that was Kirishima's plan. He tried to execute it, but Hokuto Fuji, he's so quick at the moment and he darted out of the way. So when Kirishima came back at him for that final push, he just wasn't there. Mm. Then he recovered so quick on his feet, grabbed the right hand belt grip. Hokuto Fuji, sometimes I I, I don't give him enough credit for his speed. Yeah. The recovery here was unbelievable. I mean, to... To get yourself out of trouble in two steps against such a fast Rikishi Kirishima. Yeah. I mean, this was amazing. Yeah. He is such a big guy, Hokuto Fuji. But when I think of his bouts, I start thinking about him moving around the doyo really quickly. And today was no exception. Well, sometimes I, I, you know, I'm guilty of this. Sometimes I think, well, if it doesn't work at the touchy eye for Hokuto Fuji, it's over. Yeah. But we're just peeling back the layers of this onion. (laughs) Yeah. And underneath... There's more layers of onion, Sumo. Well, there was also a belt <laughs> grip under there, which we don't always see from him. Yeah. So he lands that belt grip, held onto it. Very important here mm. for him to hold this. And he used it to 
push Kirishima out for his first loss, but Hokuto Fuji moves into that leader group on three and zero. Those three wins have come against the three Ozeki, though. Not just any three wins. <laughs> no, not just any three wins. So <laughs> he's beaten Kirishima, Hoshoryu, and Takakesho. I'm working backwards there. This is a good start for Hokuto Fuji. It's a really good start. When we've seen Hokuto Fuji be in Yusho contention around day nine or ten, he's done that from yeah. lower ranks. Yeah, Magashira eight, I think, was the last yeah, one. Yeah, and he's, he's fought down the bottom to rack those wins up and then he's come to fight Sanyaku and uh, hasn't gone so well. This is a very, very different look for Hokuto Fuji. Mm. He's beaten the three Ozeki now. He's got Daesho tomorrow. Mm. Daesho, who's a bit rocked. A bit rocked, yeah. Yeah. Coming in on one and two, Daesho. There's some swirling. Yeah, I think so. I'm in so many vortexes at the one time. I'm not sure how it's possible uh, with the laws of physics, but I'm in all of them. What happens when two vortexes meet each other? They're all in there. (laughs) Have we modelled that mathematically? Yeah, yeah. It's a playoff between Mitakumi and Okada Fuji. <laughs> I just exit the vortex, but those two are left in oh, there. Oh, I see, I just see. To, to duke it out. <laughs> well, amazing. Uh, the final bout of day three was Komasubi Tobizaru up against Hoshoryu, the newly minted Ozeki. Hoshoryu came forward. You saw him miss a left-hand mm. belt grip that he tried to land on the front of Tobizaru's belt. Tobizaru... Well, he steps back here, lets Hoshoryu come forward, hits Hoshoryu on the side. Now, Hoshoryu's falling forward towards the Tawara. Yeah, you think, oh, he's just pushed straight down. Yep. This is the end. But it wasn't, he somehow managed to keep himself up. That was extreme balance from Hoshoryu. extreme balance, extreme lower body strength. But all he really did was delay the inevitable because Tobizaru uh, closed in on Hoshoryu, who was just too close to the ground in the end, picks up a very unlikely win for the end of day three. Yeah. It did take a couple more steps from Tobizaru. And how he eventually had to get Hoshoryu out was to launch his whole body at him, Mm. sort of fly at him, flying monkey style, I suppose, (laughs) and and catapult him out. So it wasn't easy in the end, but... It looked to some extent to me, not pre-planned. I mean, I think he did well to evade Hoshori's hand. I think he did, yeah. Touchy eye while still coming forward. Like there's no hint. I'm not meaning to suggest there was any hint of a meet and move or anything like that. But he kept Hoshori off the belt and then maybe was the idea was to look for the slap down there. Hoshoryu (laughs) hated this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could just, you could just see him boiling away on the inside. Yeah. Yeah, and fair enough, he should hate it. I if mean, he wants to stay Ozeki, he should be really hating that and hoping it never happens again. Yeah. Uh, do you want to give us a leaderboard? Sure do. Let me just do a little refreshy oh. here. <laughs> <laughs> so, on two and zero. Yeah. <laughs> There's a few on four and zero, I think, in my mind. In the vortex, we, we say four and zero. Um, the highest ranked uh, person in the leader on the leaderboard, which is three and zero, is uh, the Magashira one, Hokuto Fuji. So it's all lower wow, from interesting. there. It's Onosho Kinbozan, who we haven't been talking about, but looks to have regained quite a bit of form, yeah. might have dispensed with an injury. Is it Magashira 10? Yes. At the moment, yeah. Yeah. Mitakumi, 
on Mugashiri 11, Sudanumi and Atami Fuji. So just a lot of my faves in there. This is, well, that's very, very interesting. Let's preview some bouts from day four. There's only one bout that people are going to be talking about tomorrow, and that's Mitakeumi up against Kim Bozan, yes. both three and zero. Thank you. What do you think about this programming for day four? Oh, yeah, get into it early. Do we need to sort this out? I think I'm um, coming around slowly with my years and years in sumo to um, putting some exciting bouts you know, along the way. You don't have to stack everything up the end. Okay, well, I fundament- fundamentally disagree. Mm, you don't like it? <laughs> no, I think it should all be at the end. Yeah. Stack it up the back, as we say. <laughs> Let's look at the Sanyaku bouts. We'll be keeping an eye on Nishikigi comes up against Tobizaru. What happens there? <laughs> it's two, three Tobizaru's way. Kodnawaka takes on Takanosho. Meisei takes on Wakamoto Haru. They've met four times in the past. Wakamoto Haru has won all four. Mm. Recent form, though. Yeah. I think that could be an interesting Probably bout. No. Daesho takes on Hokuto Fuji. They have a rich history. 10-7 Daesho's way. Hmm. Goodness. Goodness. Shodai comes up against Hoshori. Oh, yeah. Okay. Next. Next. Asanoyama and Takakesho. Now, this yeah. will be yeah. the marquee bout of the day. They've fought nine times, Takakesho taking five of those in the past. But all bets are off now, I reckon. I think so too. Final bout of the day we have Kirishima up against Abi. Wow. That's a cracker of a day tomorrow, actually. A it lot is, of, isn't it? Uh, uh, bouts where it's very hard to describe what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Sometimes you have a bit of an idea, like, oh, maybe they're going to do this. But Takakesho Asanayama in this oh. climate... In this day and age. In this economy. What a gift. Anything could happen. (laughs) Thanks so much for joining us on Sumo Mainichi. Today we'll be here to bring you all the action from day four of the Akibasho. See ya. Bye. Bye.